You're going to edit most of that out, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they can much. grab like one little phrase to put at the very beginning. I don't know. Like she, can't. She's a badass. <laughs> I'm wondering how you could do like an Easter egg album where the Easter egg's at the beginning because technically that would be difficult to do. They're all hidden in yeah. within. We should do a whole recording of like all the extra pieces and like put that out and then play it backwards <laughs> I feel like it like half of the track would be Tim Mooney <laughs> Welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. I'm Guthrie Straw. And I'm Aaron Flores, broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland, nestled in the heart of Cascadia. We are the show that brings you somewhat irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally, with a global perspective, and enjoying the best that life has to offer along the way. Covering bicycling, trains, and transit adventures and life hacks, and today, weddings. What Wedding singular, really. <laughs> Just one so far. Today, wedding. <laughs> Today, wedding. Yeah, it just doesn't sound right. Is all. <laughs> we have Kirk and Aaron in. Hello. Um, Hello. I should have done my research beforehand, and I would say, like, you might recognize them from episode... But, oh, you know, oh mm, dogs I, on bikes. I don't know what two episode it was. Yeah. That was the name of dogs on bikes. What? 273. Do you actually really know that? Uh, so... <laughs> Let me double check, because I was trying to find your drink preferences, and I was like, well, maybe they're in the last episode. Oh, that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in the Funny. 200s there. Big number. What, what's, what number is this one? 465. All right. This has been too nice. long. Getting close to 500. Yeah. Yes. Oh, what are we going to do for 500? I don't know. Dude, at Lads 500. Something. Ooh. Oh, uh, man. Does that work out? Could we... I don't know uh, if it no, could line up. Probably not. We'd Wait, have to, like, we've, we've got you do only 35 episodes. <laughs> 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 not like we've never done that before. We're just going to take like a four-month hiatus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we'll pick up. <laughs> I feel like we shouldn't say this on air because then Brock will hear it, but maybe do and something. And make us do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I've, I've got plans. I don't think I we could survive yet. a four-month hiatus. Oh, well, why would we? That would yeah, be miserable. That's, that's awful. I want to record every week, not four <laughs> months from now. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like five... Yeah, what would what, well, what did we do for 400? That would be the question. Didn't, didn't we just kind of like record a show? We did. <laughs> yes. Yes, we did. Um, but we also put out bonus content for okay. that one. Gotcha. And any ideas for, for a good 500? No ideas. Cool. Yeah. Figured I'd put you on the spot just, yeah. to, just to try. <laughs> well, we can we can mull it over. Well, We're not there yet. Yeah. Let's let's solicit our our listeners. Yeah. For ideas. Yeah. What what should we do to celebrate? Five hundred of the best singular statements that are just completely out of context. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, so nice. Your brain is constantly bouncing around. Like, what are they talking about? Uh, That's a great that idea. Would be good. Just like go through. <laughs> Pull one sentence from every every ep- episode. Yeah, I like that. The I one like sentence that. that that distills it down. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sentence or paragraph or whatever. I've got a, yeah. I've got a lot of re-listening to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, we'll think about it. Um, let us know if you've got an idea because we officially have no idea. Exactly. <laughs> well, we've got a few weeks got, to think about it. We've got some ideas. We we could do something special. Got a few months. Exactly. Can... Hey, it's, so. The weather's getting nice. 
Nice. It's getting damn hot in here. Oh, yes. We have the door open, actually. We had the AC on for a little while. That's right. But we had to turn it off because of the fan noise. It Uh, it is warm. How do you celebrate the sun? Uh, (laughs) Well, today I think I got a sunburn. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But generally, I celebrate the sun by wearing sunscreen oh, and, you're, and you're putting like, on layers and you're like right by the window here it's uh, like coming it'll be right okay. at you we're yeah. it's seven o'clock we're, we're getting into the later end okay. of that uv spectrum um the yeah to celebrate uh let's see i it's odd because i i'm i'm not not a fan of warm and nice weather but i actually just like miserable weather more so <laughs> to me this is like that transition between tolerable warmness and like intolerable warmness mm-hmm. so more like you know how people dread winter and they're like oh it's coming i'm more like 90 degree days oh they're coming uh, <laughs> so uh when it gets too hot i tend to try to find a creek to jump in so it, this to me is me saying like all right i've got five weeks to find a creek to jump in i will probably regret saying this and i will retract this probably next <laughs> week but I love it when it's hot. Yeah. I mean, like... I I can't get too hot. 100 degrees? Okay, maybe so. But that's about it. Wow. Yeah. Are you... So, 100 degrees dry heat or wet heat? Sure. <laughs> Either? Bring it. Wow. Bring it. Okay. I grew up in, like, the Michigan swampy area, yeah. you know, uh, where it's, like, 100 and 100 humidity. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was... You just you just deal with it. Yeah. Um, I... It's, I don't like the, the hot where it's like sticky, hot, like super humid. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, all you can do is just stick to your chair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but now that I bike. Yep. That, um, <laughs> That's nice. Like how I work that in. Uh, <laughs> Very it's smooth. honestly like. It's almost like you like, didn't like, reference it. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it's honestly, I haven't found a intolerable temperature to bike in hmm. so long as there's sun protection yeah i think the sun's the big one um for working outside for a lot of years like my nose hasn't appreciated the number of times i haven't put sunscreen mm. on it yes so i think the more it gets sunny and hot the more i'm like i should really try to do something about like that melanoma risk or something uh but beside that i i mean i'm not opposed to it being hot mm-hmm. uh i can like get into the groove but 70 what was it today it was probably what like 72 73 oh, or something no i think <laughs> mid 80 yeah probably, was it really yeah, yeah. Oh, okay yeah, so i'm not going totally that, crazy yeah. here. no 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 it's, mm-hmm. it's right. so it's it's amazing to me how early in may we are and how hot it is yes and i'm yeah it's nice and warm but like i'm a little worried it's gonna get out of control yeah there's already like a red flag there was a uh, yes. warning for this we there's, have, there's a bird we have a today. High, yeah, yeah we have a high fire risk already yeah. Yeah. which yeah. that's when it's too warm for me is when i can't have my campfire uh, mm. there you go that's too yeah. warm. I, can, I can get behind that yeah. yes <laughs> yeah. totally um, well, I feel a bit better that it was at least above 80 today. I felt like I was going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was biking home and I was like, God damn it, this is going to be such a hot summer. This is the warmest 70s I've ever been. Because right. you just well, you don't notice, expect it to get above that. You notice I keep my cafe on most of the time, uh-huh. and that's that's mostly for sun protection. Okay. Uh, you know, people kind of are like, well, why are you wearing a scarf yeah. in 80 degree weather? And honestly, it's way cooler. Like right now, I can feel. My neck is also really sensitive to sun, but like right now, I can feel the sun on, on it mm-hmm. right, without you, without the cafea. And are you going on the seersucker ride? No, 
So that's the that's, whole idea behind those clothes. Is that right? Because uh, so it has Sean like Granson those little was, pockets, yeah. like the way yeah, it's the way got ridges. Sucker works or yeah, ridges. So ridges. Yeah. So it barely touches your skin and barely clings on. Hmm. Um, yeah, Sean Granton was just going into detail on this uh, yes. with me, and I had no idea what Seersucker was, but then he it's a really cool material. And, well, yeah, so I gotta get myself hard some Seersucker. Yeah, yeah, certainly second hand i can't imagine finding that too easy yeah if you find an extra thing laying around just send me your way yeah all right <laughs> <laughs> there's also you. not a lot of black seer sucker that's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but you've got to stand up for your principles I, you know yes <laughs> so how many listeners know that you wear predominantly black I think, it's, I think that's pretty common knowledge. Okay. Certainly by episode 500, they should <laughs> they should get the idea. <laughs> episode 500, where I come out and say, I only wear all black. I'm editing that part out right now. I'm waiting for episode 500. Oh. Perfect. <laughs> we, that can be our pull sentence from this episode. <laughs> right. One of the 500. <laughs> well, on a hot day like today, yes. you know what really cools me down? Would it be a beer from the beer mongers well, on Southeast Division and 12th? How the heck did you guess what was on yes. my mind, Aaron? Today's podcast and all of our podcasts, both past and present and future, are sponsored by the beer mongers at Southeast Division and 12th. Indeed. Thanks to them for the great Maui Brewing Company, the High Life Lager. Very cold, very tasty, particularly on a hot day. Yes. What are you having, Kirk? The Mo Hazic. Hazy IPA, delicious as ever. I had a, or I am having a level beer. Uh, oh, it's the ground control uh, version. So I guess they're crossover Ooh. with the local arcade. It's got some really great. Uh, Those graphics school, look like they're like old from graphics. Uh, asteroids. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. basically yeah. like that. Uh huh. Really tasty. And I've got the oolong kombucha from Ferment Brewing Company. And Ferment, I'm. Still impressed by these subtle the subtleties. I, I, yeah. I did. That's we're going third week on a row, right? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying you. to convert you away, <laughs> I, but I'm giving you the opportunity. I'm surprised <laughs> at the the type of kombucha. I was expecting something else. Uh yes, yeah, yes. but the no, Lionheart. That <laughs> one, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> they'll be making a comeback. I'm sure. Okay, mm-hmm. thanks and to I, the beer monk. And I'd like to add uh, the Mohazic is by Migration. I forgot to plug that one. So that's all right. We love Migration too. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, thank you so much, beer mongers. Um, how do you guys deal with heat and and sun and whatnot? Uh, I love the warm weather. Yeah. Um, having more tattoos makes me better about putting on sunscreen and wearing sun protection. But mm-hmm. overall, I'm pretty happy being out in 80, even 90 degrees. Oh, a squirrel. <laughs> a squirrel just ran right by the window. It's very Hello. cute. Um, We're very distracted by squirrels. <laughs> just like our dog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but well, you're mean, a little find, more sensitive. Finding water, but yeah, I'm a redhead, so I A am, ginger American, if you will. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. And so I'm with Guthrie um, just enjoying sunscreen. and <laughs> But yeah, finding water in all seriousness, that's a great thing. Um, We're talking like somewhere to swim in, not just like swim. We've recently we've recently um, expanded our um, 
bike access to boats by getting inflatable kayaks. Oh, oh cool. Nice. Yeah. So we are, we just actually last weekend tested it out with mm. our dog to see if she would be able to like stand on it. And, or How'd she, she do? She did great. She took to it right away. So we're going to go basically on a camping like, trip. Basically like she does in the uh, in the cargo bike yeah. where she just like kind of stands up with mm. her little legs up front. Yeah, she perches up front and just does a great job keeping an eye out and steering the ship. Right on. Yeah. No, it's great. We have goals of uh, going on overnight camping trips with the boats and, and trying to so find gonna, transit So you're going to bike friendly. with the boat or, uh, or so just... we We did that where we biked we live in northeast portland very mm-hmm. close to lombard so we just biked straight up toward the 33rd avenue or broughton beach area yeah mm-hmm. yeah and put in there and got out on, on the columbia a bit choppy compared to uh, yeah i can see that. other <laughs> bodies of water we tried to time it with the tides as best we could but we yeah. still were going upstream at first and then had to and went upstream and then floated backwards so mm-hmm. uh but it was still challenging to go upstream just because we hadn't figured out like a shuttle or anything, you, we were like, let's gotcha. just go and try it out with Cordy and just go really local. Did so. you put your bikes on for the test? No. Oh, okay. No, we took down both uh, the big cargo bike and our smaller um, Sevilla Halstead uh, cycle truck, which carries the dog. Which carries the dog. Yeah, two kayaks in the big uh, cargo bike, and then the dog in the cycle truck, and then we just locked those to a pole and nice. took the bike. The, and so we're gonna like try and find all the good places that we can easily bike to, but also maybe bring those kayaks onto a bus yeah transit yeah to like interesting spots maybe down near oregon city who knows i have a vague recollection of past co-host uh brandon rhodes and some friends taking bus down to clackamas and putting in into the clackamas river down there yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm. okay the clackamas Mm -hmm. is a fun river too yeah Mm -hmm. oh it's very nice yeah I've, flo- I've floated part of the Clackamas, but yeah, it's a really a- it's a great float river. Yeah. That's one thing I want to do more and more of is float during these hot days. Mm. That's yeah, a gold that's right. Line. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> beating yeah. the heat. <laughs> is is it the first time that we've broken eighty for this year? Oh uh, no, I think this, we've had this week, a number of them this recently. Week, definitely. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. I still uh, do that thing where I just go outside. I've stopped checking. Uh, <laughs> Probably should. Yeah. One of There's these something days. to be said about that, though. Like uh, you just you just experience it as as it unfolds for I s- you. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'd be interesting to live without looking at weather forecasts at all, mm-hmm. and just try and feel it. Out. Right. Right. Yeah. There's. Uh, <laughs> I've made I've made that mistake actually, <laughs> not on purpose. Where I could go out like, oh yeah, it'll be fine, and then it like pours an hour later. Mm-hmm. Or you just kind of like feel it out. Um, interesting about the sort of seasonality or changing of the weather. I was listening or watching a talk by I think it's like the Deep Time Society, basically the folks who make like. Uh, the atomic clock that will not be wrong for millions and millions oh, of right. years or yeah. such. Uh, but they were talking about how time and perception of time has shifted in a mechanical society and how one would used to have a longer period in which you experienced sort of that uh, transfer between seasons and sort of how you would arrange your life. And that uh, to a certain extent, calendars and the ability to very specifically allocate or pick out periods of time, we lost a little bit of that more... Um, 
nuanced sense and the shifts of of the way that we interact with that environment where um, like if someone were to ask you what time it is you mm-hmm. like look and oh it's seven fourteen. yeah or just as like, opposed to like it's, it's eh, a, i don't know it's like seven a little bit after or even just like it's evening or it's something evening. like ah, that yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah it was just interesting because yeah i guess talking about weather and such like that's one of the ways that before watches and all of this other right. thing you used to really know like okay yeah fall is coming or winter is here or and you such. and you you learn the signs to look for and feel mm-hmm. right yeah. everything yeah. so you more you interpret it as it as it arrives as opposed to having something be like this is what it is mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which i think has its pros and cons it was a, an interesting talk i'll i'll try to search up the link for yeah. that yeah i think i read something similar to that or probably about that same topic but how just how it's changed the expectations and how people meet and Mm -hmm. how on time you have to be versus in the past it was a lot more forgiving Mm -hmm. like you meet up with someone but you're not angry if they're five minutes late yeah because that's that's just how how your perception of time works but now if you're five minutes late and that person is very on time Mm -hmm. it's interesting how that yeah. yeah well and and i experience the other end of that and where people are often i don't have a charitable word for this <laughs> uh more flaky mm-hmm. or or more apt to cancel and i think it has something to do with our connectivity hmm. and you know we're more i think i think you're right on one end we're more uh concentrated on being on time to a thing because we have this exact measurement of time and then also we're more likely to to cancel or to flake out on a thing because we have this connectivity and we can go like, hey, something came up. Yeah, like, there, ding, not coming. It's, it's half an hour before. Like you I know you'll get this. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like, you know, in, in the past I grew up with like a phone on the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Yeah. I'll bet you and, still remember your number. I do. <laughs> I have to think about it, but I do. My parents still have that number. Really? So when my mom finally canceled that phone, that phone number, it was like kind of a big deal. But mom, we had that forever. It's like a bit of your childhood melting yep. away. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. But anyways, like when you made plans, it was like, well, you either stick to them or like you let them know, like right, right away, like I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And and so now because of this connectivity we're we're more able to and I'm I'm not without without sin, you know I do the same thing. And oh no, there's, there's one. this one. Oh, no, so it's, just... it's the it's the fort it's it's because we, we have a fence right behind us. They like to you know dart. So I have to admit, we'll squirrel if I can, yeah. um, I've been lately uh, into attracting squirrels into our backyard with corn and squirrel feeders. Because I want our dog to go chase the squirrels. <laughs> because Come here, squirrel. Ah, get him. <laughs> so she likes it, and yeah. we like watching her go after the squirrel. So it makes a lot of happy people and dogs. Except for the squirrel, maybe. Yeah. It's true. Well, no, the they're, more often, they're happy. They're eating corn. The oh, more often than not, we're not home, and so they get to eat the corn without being harassed. Uh, and then they're, right they're, always, they're always faster than Cordy, so... But yeah, it's it's a little cruel, but it's also super fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you get your squirrel radar on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, having a dog definitely makes us uh, notice the squirrels more. Mm-hmm. 
So for the uh, Clackamas River, that's one option. Where mm-hmm. else are you looking to travel? Uh, as far as by boat or... Mm-hmm. Um, so the other idea is to go down to Oregon City and put in right below Will- Willamette Falls and Ooh. just float down towards town. That's at least one idea. That'd be great to go um, with the flow, especially with the tide going out. Yeah. Uh, I also, just a little plug, I work for uh, an organization called the Lower Columbia Estuary Partnership. Uh, we do habitat restoration and education programs on the Lower Columbia River, but we also coordinate the Lower uh, Columbia River Water Trail. So if anybody's interested in in finding out more about that, it's estuarypartnership.org slash explore, I think. Or else... Uh, Just Google it. You water, can Google it. Yeah, yeah. Lower Columbia Water Trail. <laughs> but we have a, a really good resource with all sorts of put-in and take-out places and restaurants that are close by and lodging and camping spots and all that sort of stuff. So Eventually, we would love to do that we trip. We do want to do that. It's probably not in the cards for this year, but... No. It'll um, take some time off. But uh, yeah. But yeah then go all the way to... Typically, story. people go... You know, float out towards because it, it starts at the Bonneville Dam and then mm-hmm. goes out to the Pacific Ocean. So typically, people float out river and you know try to pay attention to the tides because you can get a lot more of a boost mm-hmm. when uh, the tides are going out as right. opposed to when they're coming in because it really does actually affect us all the way up in Portland and beyond. Yep. So, and yeah, I mean, you could put it in anywhere, but obviously, like uh, the group that we went to their presentation that had wonderful, beautiful p- pictures, they put in a Cascade Locks. And they had just some beautiful scenery mm. from the get-go. That mm-hmm. they, oh, up in the gorge, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they had some amazing photos from that. I can't remember who that was, but... Yeah. But... Yeah, anyway. These are our boat dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is the plan um, to do bike rafting as well? Or... Maybe. We haven't okay. really discussed anything quite like that. Gotcha. Um, that's that taking was, the bikes with the the kayaks, but it's that'd be difficult. It might be difficult with the uh, ones we have right now. Especially because we like to try and incorporate our dog, and that's also oh yeah, that would require the cargo thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Actually, we have a backpack for her. So yeah. oh, she she does all right in the backpack. She does oh, yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's yeah. one one of the best ways to travel long distances with her. Yeah, because it's obviously very little weight for us to haul. Okay. Yeah, and just. Yeah, yeah compared to a, a heavier bike. And yeah. then we can both ride whatever bike we want. We can switch um, off. And then that's the other big thing is that we switch off, like maybe every five miles or so. Oh. We should, um, yeah, we should put a plug in. Black Star Bags helped us with a custom bag for her. Oh, yeah. no way. Yeah, yeah. they did. Mm-hmm. And she looks so adorable in that. You can follow her on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Cordy underscore the underscore Corgi. <laughs> nice. Um <laughs> she has bike adventures and other cute pictures. Um, but this weekend, we're going to go camping. We're going to haul her out in a bike, uh, in a backpack. Mm-hmm. And then she runs alongside us. Like, that's the other thing is, like, she has energy and she wants to go and run, run, run the whole oh, way. Oh, yeah, but yeah. She can't run the whole way because that's usually much longer than Because she's got legs tiny legs. Go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's okay. a corgi mix. So she, she, she corgi mix with some border collie. So she has some good energy, but she still is. Uh, small compared to some dogs but she'll, she'll, she'll max like, out yeah sorry oh she'll run it for like a mile or two and then At a time. we'll load her up so <laughs> yeah. combined in a day she'll get about six to ten miles and yeah well, that's pretty good for a dog yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. for a little yeah a little yeah. dog with little legs yeah <laughs> it's great she gets so tired after that <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun to choose the spots like the nice paths as well as like the places that are at a slight incline we have her do the work to get us up the hill. Oh, mm. right. And then it's also, we're going yeah. slower, so like she can keep up with everyone, too. And 
Nice. We've got it worked out pretty well where we figure out when we can. She's never like out of the like uh, found a squirrel and darted off mm-hmm. or anything. I've got good control with my hand. I wrap the leash around. Oh, okay. And so she, her energy you keep wants, her leashed the whole time. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, totally. Unless Sometimes. it's a really nice path that's like no risk at all. If okay. Um, but yeah, if she's like trying to go off to the side, I'll grab that leash and just let that energy sh- pr- propel me forward. Okay. Um, and I just and she wants to go off to the side, but she's you know wasting some energy just pulling. You know, okay. In the side direction, she's got not that, going anywhere. That side wind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Sorry, we talk about her dog a little bit. You're good. We love her. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> so love it. On to yeah. So um, before or no after getting a dog. Was getting a dog preparation for for this? Uh, well, let's go back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> let's yeah, go, yeah, yeah. Let's go back in the way back. And yeah, I know we've talked about this in the previous episode that you were on, but how did you two meet? Um, well, we met on uh, a cycle wild trip that I was leading. It, it, that's an organization that used to uh, lead bike camping trips. Um, they and are we were, now defunct? Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, um, which is too bad, but... but back it was like 2011 or 2012 i can't actually remember 2011 i think i think so too yeah. okay 2011 uh, i led a trip um he we i was meeting people at the gresham max station and the max pulled up and a person got out and i thought i didn't think that lance was coming on the trip <laughs> 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 so our friend our, a friend of ours in the bike community uh looks a who was involved heavily in Cycle Wild. Yes. Looks like him. So from a little bit away, back I then, thought... Back then, he looked a lot more definitely, like him. a lot more. Definitely. Now, he's, yeah. he's all bearded out and everything. <laughs> he's with, yeah. And now, I also just know them both so independently that I'm like, how could I have mistaken one for the other? <laughs> but anyway, so I realized that this person, Kirk, who's like, I'm running late. I'm sorry. Like, texting me. So uh, we, we took a trip out to the Clackamas River Valley, and we rode really well together, good pace, and uh, we just, just hit it off. Insta- yeah, instantly made a connection there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It so, was... Yeah, that was, that was, and, and that that was, was Labor my, Day weekend. That was, so you were oh, le- yes. leading the trip. That was my first ever bike camping trip. Yes. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Oh, cool. So she was the teacher. I was the student. And it was a long trip, too. It was like all the way past... Um, Past, past Alder Flat, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, all to the way this little um, old pa- growth area called Big Bottom. So, like past Austin <laughs> Hot Springs, mm-hmm. yeah, beyond that, and just like continuing up the hill, like so yeah. past all those campsites that you normally think of along the Clackamas, and mm-hmm. yeah. And so I bombed. Were you watching so those these the campsites way. go and was like, is that it? Oh, that's not it. No, I was is like, I no, was like, this is a it. great ride with <laughs> with this person I just met. Right on. I could keep going. Then I thought I could keep going. Then I bombed. He bonked, and so she, I helped him. You fed me peanut butter. Okay, yeah. I often have peanut butter on me. <laughs> Great and then food I, for... I had energy all of a sudden, and we got, rode the last five, ten miles to camp. Yeah. And, yeah, we just had the same pace, which was one of the things that really let us click and get to talk and know each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've been bike camping together ever since. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, and then and then oh yeah <laughs> and then <laughs> and then oh yeah eventually eventually we got a dog mm-hmm. so with what mm-hmm. I assume your question was going to be yes we got the dog definitely before we were engaged okay mm-hmm. 
And you got her when we'd only been together maybe like a year and a half. I think I, I was, yeah, I was still like at PSU. And, That's right. You were a student. And so we just mm-hmm. committed to the fact that we wanted a dog. We were not like, hey, we need to get our life on track with a wedding we were more like <laughs> yeah what's what's something that's really nice to have for both of us and we're pretty we, well committed to each other right now a right dog on. yeah we definitely wanted a pet at, yeah we both had dogs. at that time yeah you, you pretty sure like you're committed to each other we yeah were, okay, at that point we were living together okay yeah, yeah we it took us about a year to, to move, move in together in, yeah. which was a bike move also yeah, yeah. of course with way too many people for how many things I actually had. <laughs> but one next, trip up, we're done. <laughs> yeah. Next time we move, we'll need all those people to help out because it's true. If we ever have to move again, we have like a whole house full of small house, but house full of stuff. Yeah. So, so you had more people than stuff, but did you have more food than people? Yes. Yes. Because well, that's the important thing. Kirk's so- parents yeah. were in town, so his we put his mom in charge of making food. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to think about it at all. They made tons of like soup and chili and nice had beer yeah it was plenty and it was i definitely recommend if you ever move by bike try to delegate the food find kirk's mom (laughs) she might actually be in town who knows Uh, but just delegating that sort of responsibility to someone else is a huge responsibility off your mind Mm -hmm. yeah well Mm -hmm. so to be honest i've never organized a bike move for myself one because it's I've only ever really moved myself, which is like packs in a van. <laughs> and if it doesn't fit, then I throw it away. <laughs> Conduit right on out of that's, here. That's only so, that's only like just a little bit of exaggeration. Uh, but, but also like some of it is like, well, then I got to like organize and feed everybody. And I'm not sure mm. like, mm-hmm. like the logistics of it mm-hmm. is enough to, to keep me from actually committing to doing that. But the reward yeah. is it's, a housewarming party. Uh, mm. Yes. And oh, yeah. often, I don't know, there's usually you have a, a like a, just a, there's usually friends who are willing to, who are like really looking for that way to help. Right on. Who are like, like, oh, what can I do for you? Oh, I can make food? I can make food. Mm. And it's pretty easy to put together some like either pasta or chili or dal or something like that, where if you're not like made of money and don't want to like order pizza for everyone you can put together i've i've done a bike move before where i had like very little money and i just like put together some sort of like soup and Mm -hmm. chips and some cheap beer and you know or if you are made of money pizza works pizza works great too (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. what if you're not made of money but Uh. you still want to order pizza Hmm. (laughs) can't can't do it i mean you could could go with really cheap pizza but i don't want to buzz market any cheap pizza places right right. (laughs) we've already had our frozen pizza yeah I like grilling pizza. Ooh. I've never done that. I've I've it's fun. wanted to. It, it's so fast, and yeah, you just throw it on. Do you do like with a frozen pizza and then throw it on the no, grill? No, so you, you go with like a dough. Yeah, I go everything. with a recipe that's meant for that. Okay, I don't know how different it is from a normal one, but it's I, it's special. I follow instructions very well. Do you put a stone <laughs> on your grill? No, just the the normal grate thing. No, um, yeah, and it just because of its crispiness it it will <laughs> come off of there and you really just a couple minutes each side you you know take it off oh i see you cook the dough on the grill you, and then you you, you put cook the, the dough one yeah. side flip it then the other side's cooking and that's when you throw all, all the, the stuff all the stuff on top yeah. and just let it finish up yeah mm-hmm. and, and you go simple like minimal toppings just keep it I'm easy i'm going i'm 
now I'm encouraged. Yeah. I'm going to try to this. To the pizza grill. Yes. <laughs> totally. Very doable. I'll try and remember and send you something, but I probably awesome. won't remember. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for, and speaking of, I guess, pizza d- tips for bike moving, do you have anything that you learned or over successive bike moves sort of refigured or reconfigured to sort of like dial in your ideal move by bike? Because I think like people that I know most have only moved like once or twice by bike. So you don't really get like successive attempts. I've never moved by bike. Oh, okay. She moved in with me, so. I've moved like three times. Okay. Plus another time that I just moved myself. Um, I don't know. I just, I like, like I said, just that you can do it on different budgets is Mm -hmm. kind of nice and delegating. Um, I found though that the one time when I was, uh, have, having to move out really fast uh, with uh, moving out of a, a person that I had been dating. Uh, I, I was really lucky to have some friends who came over who just kind of like took over because I was kind of like standing in the middle of the room like, I'm not quite sure. Um, no. uh, so, but I would say definitely just make sure that you're packed. Don't don't invite people over and then have them have to put stuff in boxes Ooh, for yeah. you. That's, yeah. I've been to ones like that where it's like, you've got to put a little bit of work in yourself because it's you, you need to value people's time like yeah. they're showing up that makes sense to yeah. to do this thing for you so most people don't want to spend a whole day doing it like you know they want to spend a few hours and have fun but but they really, want but they want to have fun they mm-hmm. want to have fun yeah they don't want to have to necessarily go back for a second load though sometimes that can work mm-hmm. um but yeah and then Second Just loads are it's, second loads are typically optional. Like, yeah. hey, who's wanting to help me? Yeah. Right. Most people are going to bail. But, yeah. but <laughs> if you have big, like, telling what your big furniture is ahead of time. Like, I have mm. a sofa, I have a bed, because then people who have the big the trailers, giant bamboo trailers, yeah, yes. will know know that you need them, um, and you can just like put out a call. Um, the shift list is good for that. There's. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the pedal palooza count not pedal calendar. Sorry, <laughs> the shifted calendar too. Oh, yes. But, um, yeah. mm-hmm. um, this is my bike move. Yeah, yeah, but um, I, don't, I don't know if the Facebook group for that is still active. I have not. Hmm. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't remember that there was one. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like. Um, oh no! Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. Um, I'm trying to remember who had written about it. Maybe Jonathan Moss, but just like the maybe bike moves became normal or people stopped doing them as much, but like this little like dip in the number mm-hmm. of bike moves that you hear about over like the last two or three years versus the three before that. Yeah. I feel like for some, somehow like a lot of people who did those like grew up and settled down mm-hmm. and aren't moving as much. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> that's part of it. Yeah. And that it just hasn't like filtered down to younger people because obviously there are, young folks who are biking oh, yeah. around and have trailers mm-hmm. and stuff so mm-hmm. I wonder, I'm not, yeah i wonder if there's any correlation with uh steph routh coming out with her zine about how to move by bike oh oh yeah she, she if, wrote oh, a whole maybe zine we need about a it. new edition yeah maybe. yeah yeah i'm not saying she's the downfall of it but <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, wow. I took it as the upswing yeah, yeah. right right <laughs> no she has a great I don't know if it's a zine or officially a book or... I don't remember, but... Um, it might be, I know what you're talking about. It might be book length, mm, actually, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, she has a great resource out there if you can find it. Um, Thanks. Check that out. I believe that was published by Microcosm. I believe so, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the sponsors here. Wonderful. So, um, yeah. spe- speaking of bike 
moves, you also did a bike wedding. Yeah. It's true. And uh, I guess we can compare and contrast a little bit, but tell us tell us what the planning for that was like. Which one was more stressful? Yeah. <laughs> how, how does one bike <laughs> wedding? Oh, <laughs> bu- wedding was more stressful. Because you really out to where you, <laughs> did. To where yeah. you got to. Yeah. Um, so, quick numbers on that. Um, we had like about 80 guests, 30 of which biked out there. Yeah, about two dozen with us. That's still a pretty good ratio. And it is. Given, so what was the yeah. m- the mileage from the city? So from the end of the line of the Max Blue Line over in Hillsboro, mm-hmm. it was 52 miles from there to the end of the route at our destination um, using the Trask route, which is yep. a bikepacking route regarded as like one of the nice introductory bikepacking routes, but like... Definitely not your easy peasy little asphalt path through the woods. Okay. So it's so not the Banks for Nonia trail. No. <laughs> and so it's certainly, I mean, to get 30 people, uh, most of which, like, I think it was like two dozen of which did the Trask route. Yeah, on the way out. Mm-hmm. Just awesome to know that we got that many people out yeah. there by bike. Um, and so. And I imagine a lot of them, that's like their first time on that trail then. yeah yeah most yeah there were only a couple people who were with us who had ridden it before so and and one of them cried oh <laughs> i won't say that? Not i because, won't say who not it was because the because, wedding was so emotional no just because the oh, hill the hill is so steep so bad it, there's a uh, there's a good four mile climb that's pretty uh, significant i think but, this person <laughs> confessed that to me oh, yeah? oh okay yes. probably uh, that's and so so to put it in perspective though that person who had ridden it before was okay. still affected by the challenge. Okay. But yeah. yeah, we got folks out there that had never ridden this route before that haven't done anything like that before. But the joy that we gave them was that it was supported where we had a great friend of mine, uh, a couple, Derek and Lacey, that really helped out huge to haul so many people's stuff. Also, my parents. Yeah. So people got to ride unloaded, uh, even though oh, we okay. had them like bring their camping stuff. Gotcha. So, nice. but like, Hauling all that gear out allowed for them to ride this route mm-hmm. right without gear, which is unheard of. Most people that have to do this mm-hmm. have something on right. them. your bike pack. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's sort of a luxurious way to enjoy that route. Um, and one nice thing to mention about the route is that a big chunk of it is car free because yeah. it's logging roads. So when we were planning it, uh, so the. Um, we knew that there was going to be active logging, but we had looked into it and they have to finish up by like noon on Friday because it was a, we got married last August. So it was kind of high fire season, um, but it's in the oh, coast yeah. range. So they have to stop before like the high heat of the day. Yep. So we knew that they would be off um, off the roads by like 2 p.m. So we kind of just one, scheduled one ourselves PM, out. Babe. Oh, 1 p.m. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you know all the details. Yeah. Uh, just so future, but, um, future people can know what to get yeah. themselves into. Yeah. So yeah. Like the, the, the logging trucks have to be um, getting off at like, I think it's like they have to be starting to depart and no longer operating at noon, but off the road by one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had a lunch stop at, there's a little park right before you hit the car free area. I don't remember what it's called, but it's like the only park out there on the left side oh, of the road. This is like your last stop. Yeah. yeah. So we had a little lunch stop there. There's a little creek. We got to hang out in the shade. It was really nice. And then, you know, we all had to embark up the four mile climb, which is the hardest part of the route. Mm-hmm. Um, off Off road? It, yeah, well, it's uh, it's it's logging road, so okay, it's, it's so gravel. It's yeah. like really yeah. chunky gravel. Yeah. So going There's uphill some, on that, like you're it's sort of not, spinning out. Yep. There's a lot of folks who walked, but everyone easy. made it to the top. And then after that, 
there's a little bit of up and down and stuff um, and a good big downhill, but it's, you just have to really make it through that, that one, uh, that one chunk that's. And so the, it's closed off with a gate. So like Aaron said, it's a logging road that they have access to the gates. Um, so knowing the logging trucks weren't there, you pass the gate and it's just mm-hmm. car free. Yeah. So we had and, nothing to worry about for traffic. Yeah. And so that's a good, I don't know, five, six miles of the, between t- two gates. I thought it was more like eight. It might be eight. Yeah. But the real value is like beyond the, the second gate, like no one really is going up to that gate. So you have many miles beyond those eight mm-hmm. that are very low car. Like Right on. Yeah. Once we really like hit Gaston, I think it mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. To the end, you know, we saw less than 10 cars kind of thing. Yeah. Nice. And so just a joyful time away from all that traffic in the beautiful woods and making people bust their ass. Good <laughs> challenge. Mm-hmm. None, none of our friends don't like us anymore because of it. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. um, well, so we had found a spot. They that- didn't go like, like. You know, screw this wedding. We're out of here. We're pretty, you know? Yeah, no. <laughs> no one was like still mad once we gave them beer at the end. It was all good. Um, but um, so we had, we knew we wanted to have a bike wedding. So when we were looking, we were thinking about that. Like it had to be within a certain radius of Portland so that uh-huh. we could have people bike there. Um, so we'd, we, you know, looked on at some park venues and there were a couple parks that would have been nice, but honestly, I had friends who'd already been married there, so I didn't uh, want to copy yeah. anyone. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they're <laughs> showing up and they're like, so, how's that uh, park going for uh-huh. you? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we ended up looking at Airbnb and we found this little spot called Porcupine Cottage, and it's literally at the end of the Trask route where you h- go from the gravel onto the pavement. Oh, snap. Yeah. It's right there. Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. if I were to just like do this- on my own or whatever, I wouldn't even necessarily need to bike pack. Just take this, like, just rent out this Airbnb. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They have a little mm-hmm. house. We think that they're still renting it out. Um, so they have a little house that you normally is what they rent out. But yeah. then they also have a big field, which mm. we had a deal oh, to like rent cool. the whole field for everyone to camp. Nice. Um, J- Julia is the person that operates that. Yeah, she was um, super spot. nice. She's so good. Definitely recommend it if you're yeah. going through that area and you want to make it like a two day adventure. Mm-hmm. And then you can go on to like Cape Lookout or wherever. Oh, and so, yeah. You don't, yeah. Mm-hmm. so this allows you to not get to Tillamook all in one day if you want to just take it easy. Um, and honestly, when you get to that paved area, that's often where the headwind starts hitting you. Mm-hmm. Right. So like that last 10 miles into Tillamook can be kind of brutal yeah. after a long yep. day. So we've done that before too. And it it's tough. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a, a sweet spot where, like Aaron said, once you hit pavement, you're there. But if you were to enjoy that spot and go down to the river, it's a just amazing view down by the water. Yeah, we were right on the, the, the Trask River, I guess, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a campground. It's it's literally right next door to the Trask County Campground, which is a possibility for those that want that campground experience. But mm-hmm. if you want your own little solitude, like this little Airbnb is primo mm-hmm. deal. And um, either case, in any of those spots, you can get down to the river, and it's a, just a gorgeous little river. Nice. Yeah. Earlier in the season, you're, it's able you can uh, float it, but mm-hmm. by the time we were there in August, it was a little it was pretty low for that sort of thing. Yeah. Just because we've had a lot of low water years lately for later in the summer. Yeah. So. But we timed our wedding to happen in August, right around the Perseid meteor showers, so that every Ooh. year we have the Perseids to celebrate us. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Dig it. 
Mm-hmm. So that was part of the planning process. That wasn't was. the stressful part. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, you were talking about fields, and it just reminded me of the uh, clips that we had and how like folks out in eastern or central Oregon are booking these things or like cutting deals with farmers you know two or three four years in advance um so i appreciate the field nature it seems like a much easier field to get even within the Perseid meteor shower period as opposed to like really having to camp hard on a uh on a field for the eclipse or something like that yeah <laughs> it's true yeah um yeah it was a uh, as far as like the camping setup i, I want to also add that like in addition to it being a bike camping wedding it was a low car wedding so we very much incentivized carpooling and just uh, helping people out with rides and so at that field area mm-hmm. we had very few cars that were ultimately parked cool. in that spot yeah cool which allowed for just i mean the, the tents were there that was like the majority of that um experience of like the the built environment of the people arriving not a whole sea of parked cars right. and so it was just beautiful to have yeah we, we did we do a google spreadsheet or something or we just we hooked people up who had cars yeah. and who okay. needed rides so nice. Nice. yeah, yeah we just did. recognizing that obviously not everyone's going to be able to do that sort of ride mm-hmm. or uh, we had about half a dozen people who took highway six yeah the highway, uh, highway oh, really? six route which i am not a big i'm fan not of. a fan either but really I love Highway Six. <laughs> okay, oh, well, that's wow. good. And it was know. it was like oh, if folks are leaving on Friday, it's probably a yeah. less stressful thing than like mm. I'd ridden it before on a holiday weekend, and it was awful. I, I yeah. did that on Memorial Day weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. that's probably Big why we both did it. Yeah, I wasn't incredulous, by the way. I was just I really like Highway Six. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's beautiful as long as there's not too many big RVs that are buzzing you. Yeah, totally. And then we had a couple people take the Tillamook wave the oh, bus right. out yeah. to Tillamook and and then bike I, from there they, mm-hmm. yeah they had some other adventures they combined with that out there but yeah yes. I took that back to Portland when I was in Cape Lookout mm-hmm. road to Tillamook and then yeah yeah it's a it's a nice option yeah, yeah. oh yeah it's yeah perfect bike overnight on the coast <laughs> um you'd mentioned that the planning for it was quite a bit more than the planning required for a bike move and that makes sense yeah. Uh, also, what in regards to the bike nature of it was like the most difficult part of planning for you, or did you feel like what kind of needed to be worked out before that could really come into play? So I'll jump in because I sort of took the lead on the planning here. Cool. Uh, I think I can admit that. Yeah. Right? No, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, it's on the record now. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so before getting into the difficulties, one thing I will point out that's sort of ironic about it is that there was no cell reception there at all which made for oh, yeah. one an awesome time of oh. no one on their cell phone no one's instagramming your yeah. wedding yeah it was wonderful to have everyone's attention to just the surrounding nature oh, and nice. environment. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. that was great it also meant for planning i had to make sure everyone had all their information before they got oh, to the spot right. <laughs> yeah before we left too yeah. for mm-hmm. yeah because sure. we left a day before mm. oh right and okay. so we made it clear to everyone like you're not gonna hear from us after yeah. <laughs> after friday right so we'll either see you at the spot or we won't good luck here's all the info <laughs> <laughs> everyone just, showed up everyone just like back up. in the <laughs> day when you had a telephone exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the telephone on the wall yeah um and so that was um, 
a beautiful irony in how it required everything to be done beforehand. And then the wedding was there and happening and I didn't have to worry about something coming through on my cell phone. Mm. It was like, I could just be there with people. Did you, did you have like a little bit of worry? Like, Oh man, what if X, Y, or Z happens? Like Uh, I don't, I don't have the biggest access to that information. The biggest worry was making sure our two dozen people that were following us on the Trask route made it. Okay. And that worked. And, and yeah. I was like, yes. It, it, everyone is here. Right on. That, Those are the folks who are responsible for <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else could easily make it. Yeah. And they did. So that was good. Um, in terms of difficult planning aspects of it, uh, I, I don't know if anything, and one thing stood out, but it was just, as with any wedding, a lot of good coordination has to take place. Mm-hmm. And, Making sure everyone was on the same page, just hounding them for all that information was the big thing. And I don't know, I was I kept at it and was pretty busy at it during the summer last year. So we definitely had some misge- or, or thoughts about how it was going to be a tough route because we want we wished we could have had like more people bike out with us without it being like a four thousand foot climb, fifty oh, some right. mile mm-hmm. ride, mm-hmm. Um, and gravel, but. Um, we ended up, you know, going with that anyway. I, I ended up. I tried to take an alternate route that involved um, going, uh, the Nestucca route. Oh yeah. To a little cut through that went over there, but it turns out that it means <laughs> Is that, that even you worse? Sum, it's even worse. <laughs> you summit the tra- the um the Nestucca route and go start going down quite a bit, and then you have to go up and over. It was a lovely route. Yeah, I was fine yeah. with it. No, I, I know the Nestucca River Trail. Yeah. Yeah. But then you end up on the gravel that goes up again mm-hmm. and uh, over yeah. to the next watershed <laughs> at the trash. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is not going to be the easy uh, route for people. Yeah. yeah. They're going to get it, like in the middle and then yeah. be like, all right. On the map, it looked like maybe it would be okay, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> nope. No. Highway 6 was a better option for folks who wanted a, uh, a, a, a yeah. less intense yeah. route. Fair enough. <laughs> You, and, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, you're good. Um, I was going to say, speaking of which, you do a lot of gravel grinding. I do some, yeah. yeah. Um, we are going to finally go and ride the Oregon Outback, leaving next weekend. Uh, oh, Kirk nice. just got himself a new bike, Whee! so he can join me on more adventures. So I'm so stoked. That's going to be really fun. Do you care if I ask what what it kind it is? Like, do you want to name? I do not mind. Okay. It is what, an all-city kind of Gorilla Monsoon. Oh, yeah. Everyone loves the Gorilla Monsoon. Yes. And it's last year's version, so it's bright, hot orange. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like orange and red and yellow? Uh, it, it's got no, a good like dark orange year. to a yeah. light orange fade. Okay. Um, and Which, I apparently got, in my size, uh, I was like the fourth last bike in the supply chain from Minneapolis. Oh. And within that time frame of it being ordered and me mm-hmm. picking it up, um, they no longer have them. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel very lucky. Yeah. And I'm yeah. Very stoked to ride this I, thing. I, this is really weird, but I really like the fork on the Gorilla Monsoon. It just looks really cool. Yeah. It's nice and just. It's hard. angular. It's hard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it looks like how forks used to look, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 650B? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not 29ers. Yeah. yeah. And but so, now we're going to have matchy matchy gravel bikes because I yeah. have a specialized polar a wall that is bright orange with a little like Doug fur um, 
pine really? cones oh, on nice. it and like needle yeah. pine needles yeah and beautiful little that na- was part nature of their paint job or yeah yeah put that so in after no, no. It, was, it was definitely part of their paint job specialized worked with uh polar with a local company okay. yeah, to yeah. come up with this so it came out it it has bags uh that came with it too that oh cool our i think it was like specially made for the outback so okay but i i bought uh, it off a guy who worked for polar back when uh, it was made so he uh, knew all about it and mm-hmm. it just didn't quite fit him so he hadn't ridden it very much so and I actually asked her for permission if yeah. I could go for the orange bike because <laughs> my person was like, "You can't get a bike that matches mine." <laughs> yeah, and so I actually looked at the now. The, now you're that couple it? though. Yeah, yeah. you can have like like matching bike jackets now. No, no. <laughs> matching corgis. Oh wait, <laughs> Cordy would hate. That. Yeah, she would hate having competition. Uh, nice. Um, Are you doing north to south or south to north? South, south to, to north. north. Okay. Yeah, starting on the Klamath Falls going to take six days to do the actual route and then another two days to get back to portland because we have a friend's house in Mosier that we can stop at so yes mm-hmm. excited because i've definitely been um uh drooling over that route since it came out and just haven't had a chance to do it yet so mm-hmm. yeah and i'm i'm excited to just get out there on that touring pace and just going six yeah. days on there yeah if i if it was up to aaron she'd probably do it in three days yeah <laughs> No, that's why it's good so I can like take my time to be with you, honey. <laughs> she also did a little gravel grinding last year that you should uh, ask her about. Oh, what, what? gravel grinding did you, Are you do last about year? Okay, that's not all gravel. But no, there's only like two hundred, like 150 miles of gravel or something. Only 150 oh, miles. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, I was, I was looking for a way to start I guess that it, conversation. I guess if it's expressed as a fraction of the total <laughs> mileage, it doesn't sound like that much, but like... But miles, <laughs> yeah, miles yeah, of it, yeah. some miles of gravel. But yeah, yeah. it's only hundred miles. <laughs> I don't remember how much it was anymore. Yeah, yeah no, I did the Steens Mazama one thousand last year. How uh, long did it take you? It took like six days and four hours, I think. So I think I hold the women's record, Whee! but there's only yeah. been like a few less women. than ten women who have done it. So <laughs> I think that makes that record like even more significant. It's right. true. Yeah. I would love to be able to do it again this year, but it, you know, there's only limited time off in uh, my normal right uh, nine to five ish job. You got to eat. Seven thirty to five eat. job. Yeah. Seven thirty to five job. Yeah. This will be my first summer taking off. Actually, Ooh. Ooh. working working for the school district. Very good. Um, That's exciting. Like what are you going to do? Four years now. Yeah. And uh, every summer, I would always like take a summer route, hmm. driving bus. Um, and this is the first year. I don't know. You don't know yet? This is going to be one hell of a pedal palooza for one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. But, but yeah, I don't know. I've got, I've got camping dreams. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Good. Do you, are you going to go solo camp? I don't know. All right. I don't, I'm not. You got a whole, what, I'm three like, months? I don't want to get eaten. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of good campgrounds where you definitely won't get eaten. What, what if we promise that you won't get eaten? Can you make that promise? A though? pinky mm-hmm. promise. <laughs> right now. <laughs> I don't know, man. All right. Like, oh. You can't, you you can't can leave say me for certain that I that I won't get eaten. I can state that your you statistical s- chance is basically oh, pretty zero. Low. <laughs> <laughs> like you're probably more likely to get hit on your way there. Oh, that's that's thanks. just the now sheer I got reality that to worry it. about. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's just a given. That's that's any anytime you hop on a bike, <laughs> right? Yeah, anytime you enter the outdoors. Yes, good point. Yeah, yeah. was that one uh, cougar? Oh wait, just kidding. I'll, See, we'll, we'll tell you later. See? See? <laughs> oh, this is, I love so I love 
Stub Stewart Campground. Yeah. It's my it's my favorite just because it's so easy to get to. But they always have like the the cougar warnings. Mm. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize. I read everything. Okay. <laughs> I'm one of those that I like, oh. I, I'm one of those that like when you get to the, like the scenic lookout, will have to like read the whole plaque before actually looking at the nice. scenery. Yeah, that's okay though. You um, should always read the plaque. But they always have like a, a date of the last cougar sighting. Oh, and it could be like yesterday, or it could be like you know several weeks ago. And it doesn't matter. I'm like, oh, see, there's cougars here. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not camping alone. <laughs> I feel like a good birthday present for you would be that spot beacon that allows you to customize your like uh, dire warning message, and you could just like preset yours to help. It's gonna get eaten by a no, cougar. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Told you so, Guthrie. That works. <laughs> Our pinky swear meant nothing. <laughs> meant nothing. <laughs> We didn't actually connect. That's true. For the record, we didn't actually connect. I'm, I'm too right. afraid to You're be held hook. accountable. You're off the pinky. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll keep nudging you softly. <laughs> Maybe by the end of the summer, we'll get you there. Um, <laughs> nice. So gravel grinding, Steen's Mizama 1000. Yeah. Any um, other plans other than the Oregon Outback for the summer or playing the rest of it pretty mellow? Um, no definite plans, except we do have a few Pedalpalooza rides that yeah. we would love to plug. You've got please a, do. yes, please. You've yeah. got the, um, the alleys. Yeah, we're, ride. we're bringing back yeah. the alleys ride. Yes. We didn't I do one really last. enjoyed the Alberta, Alberta alleys one that was like, what, two years ago? Three years ago? Uh, I, don't I think a couple. I think yeah. a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but. we've incorporated Alberta a couple times or a okay. few times in that. Um, yeah. This year on Saturday 8th, uh, Saturday, June 8th, we'll be bringing back the alley ride starting in... Where are we starting that? Oh, Peninsula uh, Park. Peninsula Park at the, yeah. at the fountain. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Meeting so, at the fountain. That's a great place to, uh, mm-hmm. to meet. Hang yeah. out. Go cool off your feet for a while yeah. and then go ride some then, gravel. Yeah, yeah, chill out, chill out and uh, ride to the alleys in a nice slow pace and see what people have in their, in their backyards and murals and all that good stuff yeah, yeah. I mean, no, it's not some, creepy but it's not no, really <laughs> there's some cool like sculptures that people put yeah, back yeah, people, yeah. and like interesting fences and all sorts of fun things backyard chickens and mm-hmm. like drive a couple dogs nuts but yeah sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice um and if you haven't been before it's um where a large group by large i mean not that large, but uh, it's pretty big. Hundred people. Sometimes we have like a hundred. <laughs> yeah, it depends. But, um, but you all enter the alley, as you can imagine, it's sort of narrow. So it's like two people wide. Yeah, a long snake of people, and we get them snaking through the the neighborhoods. And nice. Super fun to imagine just how we're at the front of that snake, and it's just oh, winding man. its I wonder way if- around. I wonder if anyone with a drone would like to like film. That'd be this. sweet. How cool would that look? <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. So, <laughs> one thing we have to consider when planning for that ride is to make sure our snake doesn't eat it, bite its, its own tail, tail off, oh, yes. yeah. or or like roll over its midsection. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. So It'd be so that. funny. <laughs> um, but something that we can't necessarily control we just try and avoid as much as possible is like how we impact traffic oh yeah and so one memory i have and distinctly in my mind is how we um they a nice person waved us through and said you can go and we <laughs> didn't realize there was like a Boy, bunch more behind. <laughs> so, so the whole oh. snake went past right yeah 
and we winded ourselves a number of oh, times please around. Please tell me they went around the block. <laughs> they and were, found yeah, you they again. were trying to get through <laughs> the street. <laughs> and at that point, we were already like we had momentum, and we were taking that next intersection. Oh. We went through, and they <laughs> had to stop a second time. <laughs> I felt bad, but not really. Oh. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. So that was a fun memory. They though. should have been riding with us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's when you're like, same thing for like loud and lit or otherwise. You're like, you're really better off just like turning your car off, getting on the hood, partying. If you yeah. have some beer, en- enjoy it. I won't say it on air, but like, yeah, don't drink a drive. Uh, no, <laughs> definitely don't but, drink but a drive. But enjoy. But yeah. enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday Smoke them if I... you got them. <laughs> the teacher um, rally yesterday was right next to my work, so I got to see oh, cool. a lot of uh, cars get stopped for a whole bunch of teachers walking through, then taking over the streets for a little while, nice. which was pretty great. At first, we could hear them like honking in support when they were doing the rally on the waterfront, mm-hmm. but then by the time like I took a little walk to see what was going on later on when the march was happening, and were, just police did the honks take a different dynamic. Um, there were a couple honks. Mostly people were just kind of like sitting there unhappy that they had to stay, but there were police. You know, oh, it was a sanctioned, they, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. okay. permitted um, they march. Got it. So okay. they, yeah, the police are there. So the people just have to kind of be like, okay, I can be, I just have to be pissed off and not doing any, anything because I'm right in front of a cop. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> were, were they idling their cars at the same time? Somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Which I wasn't paying too much attention. I was yeah. trying to. It always, and see things. <laughs> always amazes me how many people think they can just idle their car and that'll help them somehow. I right. Don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause they might get when, going. It, when it gets going, like now I got to turn my car back on. Probably it, like it, it hot might enough. not start. <laughs> it may not start. I've seen those movies. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine some people saying like, it's so hot. I have to keep it on so I can keep the AC the on. AC. Yeah. I was perfectly comfortable walking, so yeah. You know. <laughs> what uh, what other blues rides are you doing? Uh, the day before, which is the Friday, the yeah. so we're getting these in early so we can relax the rest uh, of the exactly. Yeah. Good call. Um, the Friday, Friday the, uh, the first Friday of June, June seventh. That's right. Yeah, seventh yeah, is our Broughton Beach Bomb. Yeah. So we meet at Wilshire Park, and it's a sunset ride that is not a mystery because we are going to Broughton Beach. Oh, that's cool. Um, which is a great place to hang out if yeah. you haven't. It's right in the Columbia River. Yeah. We're going to have a fire, assuming that it's not too bad for us to have a fire. Yeah. And we have some uh, a nice speaker for some music and just hang out and party for a good good evening. So we throw on some beats at Broughton Beach. Yeah. We have a great have time. And the airplanes just, you know, they oh, fly yeah, overhead. So it's yeah. like partying, partying, having fun, loud river noise, all that good stuff. And then airplanes just wipe it all out. <laughs> and all of a sudden the music comes back. And nice. It's a fun experience. Nice. Yeah. And then um, the following Saturday, the 15th, uh, we are doing the Analog Alley Cat mm-hmm. with Maria. So oh, if you want to that do an Alley Cat. That's so cool. You should come. It's going to be really fun. I'm not very fast. No, that's then. all right. We're okay. going to have like, we're, it's going to be a points-based system. So uh, it's not necessarily, we're going to have some different prizes and okay. it won't necessarily be uh, just for the folks who are doing it the fastest. There will be ways to earn, pri- or earn points. Aaron and I have done so. an Alley Cat before where we make sure we give uh rewards to those that aren't the first back. Oh right. For some yeah. Back, yeah. But if folks are are do like going fast, they can come too. So uh, we just want it's it's just a really fun it's almost like a scavenger hunt of the city. Oh. That's like a analog focused. That's yes. Mm-hmm. Analog focused. If you, you sell it like that, use... now I'm in. Yeah. yeah. Scavenger yeah. hunt 
Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, yeah. we'll, we'll give people maps, but there's no cell phone usage, which is going to be on your honor, on your honor system because we're not going to actually take people's phones. But we're doing that with Maria Shore. Who have a I giant know. lead box. <laughs> yeah. Part Put of me wants to do that, here. but I just know that, you know, folks have, like, if an emergency came up, yeah, people would yeah. want to know. You want to have yeah. access. Um, we're all used to that by now. But uh, so we're doing that one with, with Maria Shore, uh, who is, yeah. I know, a friend of the podcast. So Yes. Bicycle um, Kitty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that's those are the three that we're doing. And then um, I am helping out with Breakfast on the Bridges every Friday. Every Friday. I'm on the Steel Bridge. So there's other folks on the Hawthorne Bridge and other folks on the Tillicum Bridge. And yes, we're there with and during Pedalpalooza, it's every Friday. Every Friday, usually it's the last Friday of every month, but Pedalpalooza we're there every Friday. So starting the last Friday of May, uh, you can come visit for five Fridays in a row and get awesome. some free goodies and coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're there from seven ish to nine ish. So I encourage everyone to come out. Nice. So yeah. speaking of Pedalpalooza, my niece called me. Not too long. Actually, it was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, wanted me to build her a bike. Ooh. Huh. And it's actually coming to fruition. Nice. After she's done with school, my brother is going to send her over, and we're going to be helping her build a bike. Cool. How old? And this is happening during Pedal Palooza. She's like, yeah. <laughs> so nice. It's, it's like just the magical age. Yeah. yeah. And you can really like do some cool stuff where it's yeah. not like you don't have to have like a tiny bike. Right. Yeah. Well, so she has this uh, 24 wheel or 24 inch wheel. <laughs> 24 uh, wheel. 24 wheel. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome bike. Monster bike. <laughs> and then she wants me to build one for her. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, she's got this 24 inch wheeled mountain bike, you know, like kind of. Uh, department store type that she's just outgrown and so like Mm -hmm. now i'm gonna try to get her into like a 26 uh incher and you know maybe uh sorry uh uh, hardtail mountain probably also with a with a hard fork as well but man i'm so excited that this is all happening during petapalooza that's I awesome. I totally want to like take her out on all these rides that are yeah that's incredible that like at that age 11 you know Asking for a built bike. That's awesome. That yeah. shows good promise for yeah. the future there. Yeah. Um, where does she live? Missoula. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kirk's sister so, lives in Missoula. Yeah. Maybe they're neighbors. Up on up on the hill? Yeah. Uh, no, she's, she's <laughs> on the flat. Oh, that's funny because I was just like saying that because there's so many like hills over <laughs> there. <laughs> so she's at the one flat spot. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> in the valley. <laughs> Well, that's great then that she's coming over for to Portland yeah, for yeah. all that. It was funny because I sent her the the calendar and said, "Okay, I don't know when you're visiting. Maybe you should pick out the rides that you like and and tailor your visit to those rides." And you know the the family friendly ones are like all with the green uh, square on it, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Well." There's not a whole lot that are, there's actually a lot more, but she's saying like, there's not a whole lot that just have the green square. And I'm like, well, you don't necessarily have to go with just those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it. I'll talk to your dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long is she going to be around? Mm, maybe a long weekend, maybe an entire week, depending on what I can gather as far as like parts beforehand. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. That should be a fun build. Oh, yeah. yes. And you know this is a this is a thing where like she's really mechanically inclined and like you know wants to learn how to do all this too. Super cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know why she chose me. 
What's this do? I don't do know either. Let's figure it out. I'm going to take this apart. Oh, we can't put it back together. <laughs> Does she have more bikey uncles than you? No. Okay. No. Well, well then, then obviously. It makes sense. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I will say there is there's a thing called Free Cycles Missoula. It's very similar to what a couple of things like uh, Bike Farm or Bikes for Humanity that we have around here that, you know, she could definitely find support over. Like, yeah. they do a lot of, like, classes for for younger people, too. So she could definitely find support over there. Cool. So, yeah. I, I remember reading about them having a good fundraising campaign to, yes. like, build a new spot or something like yep. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it seems like they're doing great. They're doing great. That's yeah. awesome. That's really cool. Missoula is a great town. It is. I like it. It's, visiting. um, someone described it as like, uh, Portland adjacent. Uh, like, yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's, it's getting there. It's, I mean, they, and they got the adventure cycling, uh, association right there headquartered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. Shout out to Russ and Laura. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I lived in Missoula, I would just like, ride around with panniers and touring kit all the time just so that like not we you wouldn't do it every day but you have the opportunity to get an ice cream cone (laughs) (laughs) like just in case (laughs) i will say that the times that i've been there um since moving to portland since getting into bikes um just about every time i've i've flown to visit family over there in missoula i've brought a brompton with me and i love biking in missoula Mm -hmm. like once you get down the hill Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that one hill. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, Kirk and Aaron, thanks hey, for... Yeah, thanks for coming over. Yeah, of course. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's fun to share all those memories. And, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we're looking forward to the Pedal Palooza events. Hope that the Oregon Outback goes well similarly. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. We the will next s- uh, Perseid meteor shower, yeah. we can shout out happy anniversary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, we can Um, would you like to join us for our news and headlines sure it's super easy because we don't have news this week oh yeah (laughs) it's it's just mail but before all that I love love, 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 don't don't ever use that don't worry Tim we'll continue to disobey that advice coming soon to a pedal palooza near you Tim Mooney of the pedal shift project for podcast palooza podcast fourteenth, we yes. should we should maybe do a little bit more uh, promotion of that one. We should probably tell people that that is happening. <laughs> yes, podcast palooza with the pedal shift project and the sprocket podcast and the joyride Pro- podcast and just announced last week. Go dig a hole podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, an archaeology um, focused podcast. So there'll be some cool things. We're not entirely sure what our route will entail, but um, there will be some archaeology. There will be some bikes. There will be some bike arche- ar- bike archaeology. Bike archaeology. Archaeology. <laughs> Barco- <bar-cology. No>, <laughs> Send us right your either. suggestions. <laughs> what to call it. Yeah, if you've been curious about podcasting or you want to just come hang out or have a friend or other person in your life who is podcast interested, let them know. It's a great opportunity to learn about the meat factory as we call it you don't talk about the sausage factory yes. don't yes. talk about how the sausage is made well, however we're, we're gonna we talk will about give you a tour of the sausage factory exactly on, on the 14th <laughs> yes we'll talk about the inner workings of podcast answer all of your questions and probably ask if we can record you in the live making of a podcast itself so uh, if that sounds like fun come join us and it's on the shift calendar yes speaking of shift calendar Go to shift2bikes.org. That is shift, 
the number two, bikes.org for the Pedalpalooza calendar. The second Thursday of every month is the Joyful Riders Club in Minneapolis. The second Friday of every month is the Boston Bike Party. Also the second Friday of every month, the Indianapolis Bike Party. Also, also the second Friday of every month is the East Bay Bike Party. And the last Friday of every month, the Baltimore Bike Party. The first Saturday of every month is the Civil Unrest Ride right here in Portland. And the second sat- Sunday of every month here in Portland is the Corvidai Bike Club Ride. <laughs> May 15th. That hasn't happened yet. The Santa Cruz, California Ride of Silence in memory of friends and loved ones killed by car drivers while riding bikes in Santa Cruz. It meets at Abbott Square for a 6.30 p.m. departure. Also, Gregory Braithwaite, listener and supporter, encourages anyone outside of Santa Cruz, anyone listening, to go seek out a ride of silence in your own town. Yeah, there was um, an invite that I got for one in Bend, Oregon. No kidding. So if you're, oh, great. you're near to or around for Bend, it looks like there's at least nine or ten folks that are showing up. So right hopefully on. some more between uh, now and then. But check it out if you're close to Bend as well. I think on the website they have um, a map with everyone that's happening within the U.S. The... Film by Bike Film Festival will be May 17th through the 19th, right here in Portland, Oregon. May 26th, the P-Town Throwdown of 2019 over at Daddy's Board Shop. Go get your longboards out. Go throw down in P-Town. And uh, June 15th, hey, I recognize this one, the <laughs> Allen Analog Alley Cat. Yeah. <laughs> Did Maria put that on there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Maria. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so good at promotion. <laughs> July 20th, the Gorge Pedal. And upcoming film by bike tour dates, Victor, Idaho, May 17th, Champaign-Urbana, Illinois, May 29th, Crested Butte, Colorado, June 27th, Dallas, Texas, June 29th, Detroit, Michigan. Detroit! July 12th, Missoula, hey, uh, September 15th, Bendigo, Australia, October 4th, and Akron, Ohio. Keep it real, Akron! November 3rd. And so we don't have headlines today, but do you know what we do have? What have we got, Aaron? We got a selfie happening. Okay. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't no, a selfie. It, wasn't. it was a, a oh. shot of the thing. Oh, it was a way. picky. Oh, I'll, I'll, do, was... I'll let you know when I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. We got excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not a selfie. Yeah, I realized I should have right. done it earlier when it was brighter. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can get that ready. May as well while we're right. talking we, we about it. This is good because usually we forget our selfie. Uh, uh, Kirk, you need to let come in a little bit more. There. Oh. oh, wait. It's not taking a picture. Shit. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. Good enough. <laughs> right on. <laughs> okay. That was the sound of a selfie. (laughs) So we did have a selfie. You know what we also have? What do we have? We got mail. Hey, we got mail. Hey, so we've got a picture. Turns out Google Voice actually will will, uh, process picture messages. Hmm. Not just text and phone calls. Dig it. And... I don't know who sent us this picture. So whoever you are, <laughs> thank you for your sticker placement. It's a fat bike, and it's got a sprocket sticker on the uh, chain stick. No, seat stays. It's a nice fat bike at that. Oh, yeah. It's Check got a, that rim out. It's a great tire. Oh, great, yeah. Great rim that. size on Can there. see it? Yeah. I feel like yeah. I ha- I've not yeah. seen that tread before, so I don't know 
what it's attached that to. That is a very yeah. fat, that is a fat tire. I feel like that's the, if you went to the store and you're like, I want a fat tire. What kind of fat tire? Tractor tire. <laughs> 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 Something and, close to that. And this sticker, by the way, is not just your regular old Sprocket podcast sticker. It's a limited run. Ooh. Yes, this is the limited run. Who the heck is Guthrie sticker? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still trying to find out. <laughs> Thanks for the photo. Um, <laughs> and also a um, a person we got shouted out in a good way. Yeah, shout out. That's right. Not that's, shouted that's out. Not shouted that's out. the good thing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, on Twitter by um, someone that goes by the handle of uh, Estra Genoves. Um, someone that goes by the handle the Horse Whisperer asked, "Do you listen to podcasts?" just out into the universe, I'm assuming. And what would be your top one or recommendation? And Estra recommends the sprocket and the pedal shift since I'm bike touring and love the hell out of both of them. So thank you, Estra. Yeah. Thank you. Nice. And that is our mail today. Good job. (laughs) We've made it yet again. Made it to the end. Thank you, Kirk Aaron. And Aaron. Congratulations! Thank you. You made it. Ooh, we did. <laughs> we did. And, you got and we're still and we're still making it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having us on. Yeah, uh, nine months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you for having us. <laughs> it's fun. A pleasure. And uh, looking forward, I um, I am gonna do my best to attend the alley ride. That's one. Yeah. We've talked in the past about rides that just kind of exist within this like mindset of portland and i feel like alley cat or the alley ride is one that like no matter what happens you always kind of like hear about it and then you are like when's the next alley ride <laughs> oh that's so, nice yeah it's looking it's forward fun to it to get away from the main streets that mm-hmm. so many rides go on streets that you know about yes the alleys take you to a place that you're like what mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the the exploration you never knew existed in your yeah. own backyard it's a good reminder yeah looking forward to it you ready let's do it all right the sprocket podcast is produced at stream pdx community audio studio thanks to the generous support of open signal our website is the sprocketpodcast.com email to the sprocket podcast at gmail.com call or text or picture message 2503-847-9774 twitter and the instagrams at sprocket podcast Thanks to Ryan J. Lane for our theme music. Kurt Bird for our headline sounder. Marcus Norman for graphic design. And thanks to our sustaining donors. Shadowfoot, Katharina Mellengard. Wayne Norman, Eric Iverson. Cameron Lean, Richard Wazinski, Tim Mooney. Glenn Kubish, Matt Kelly. Eric Weiss. Todd Parker, Dan Gebhardt. Who's, who's a, a time, time traveler. traveler. Dave Knows. Chris Smith, Caleb Jenkinson, J.P. Cooley. Peanut Butter Jar Matt. Marco Lowe, Rich Otterstrom. Andrew in Colorado, Drew the Welder. Anna, you got your transfer. Congratulations. Welcome back to Portland. Woohoo. Andre Johnson, King of Division. Richard G. Guthrie Straw, who's sitting right next to me. Aaron Green, author of We Were Like Sons and founder of the Regranary. Campsite. Macnurse David, Nathan Poulton. Chris Rawson, Rory in Michigan, Michael Flournoy. Jeremy Kitchen, David Belay, Tim Coleman. Harry Hugel, EJ Finneran, Brad Hipwell. Thomas Gato, Keith Hutchinson, Ranger Tom. Joyce Wilson, Ryan Tam, Derek Wagner. Jason Oftenberg, Microcosm Publishing, David Moore. Todd Grosbeck, Chris Barron, Chris Barron. Chris Barron. Sean Baird, Simon. Gregory Braithwaite. Ryan Morrow, Jimmy Diesel. Dude Luna. Matthew Rooks. <laughs> Marshall, Paula at Funataki Cyclecraft. Philip M., Spartan Dale. No relation. 
Mr. T, Who Never Really Left, Bike Initiative Kiwana, Sarah G, Adam D. And to our newest Patreon donor, Go Dig a Hole, thank you very much. We will do that. <laughs> and to all of our former donors who helped us get this far. Now brush your teeth. And go to bed. Sweet. Uh. <laughs> so, so quiet without the uh, <laughs> voices in the ears. <laughs>